Hello and welcome to The Poetry of Science, a podcast which provides insight into new scientific research via the medium of poetry. I'm your host, Dr. Sam Lingworth, and each week I'll be introducing you to some of the latest scientific findings and sharing a selection of science-themed poetry. This episode explores new research which has found that elephant extinction will raise carbon dioxide levels in the atmosphere. Browsing through the foliage, you selectively suppress the spindly growths of youth, maintaining gaps of light through frequent visitations to clumsily prune each trunkful of frail and wasteful biomass. Ungainly gardeners of this fragile, jaded home, your disturbances reshape wooded structures and buried thickets, shearing lively brushes as you cultivate thicker trunks that lap greedily at our dirty cast-off air. Pausing for breath, you perch motionless, each trembling lungful a rhythmic shadow to the silent inhalations of your custodial canopy. Stewards of our Eden, we reward these gifts by weeding your garden, the rapidly rising shoots burying your footsteps as the forest's exhalations become a ragged wheeze. This poem is inspired by research published in Nature Geoscience, which has mapped out how forest elephants help to potentially offset global warming. Trees and plants use carbon dioxide during photosynthesis, removing it from the atmosphere. They're therefore helpful in sequestering or storing carbon emissions from human activities helping to reduce the extent of global warming. Some trees and plants are more efficient at sequestering carbon than others, with slow-growing species with a high density of wood, the most effective at removing it from our atmosphere. Forests that have a higher proportion of such species therefore have a greater positive impact on reducing the warming of our planet, and researchers have found that forest elephants can help to create such environments. As forest elephants prefer to eat relatively fast-growing species of plants and trees, they cause high levels of damage to these species compared to the slower-growing ones, meaning that over time the forests they inhabit become dominated by trees and plants with a relatively high density of wood, making them capable of storing more carbon. By modelling effects of elephant disturbance, this research found that the presence of elephants leads to changes in the competition for light, water and space among the trees. These changes favour the emergence of fewer and larger trees with higher wood density and these modelled results were also confirmed by validating them against measured field inventory data. The researchers further hypothesized that forest elephants may have shaped the structure of Africa's rainforests, playing an important role in differentiating them from Amazonian rainforests, which contain no such elephants. According to the state and trends of carbon pricing laid out by the World Bank, the researchers in this study estimate that forest elephants represent a global carbon storage service worth $43 billion, a service that the elephants currently provide to us free of charge. However, forest elephant populations are rapidly declining and face an extinction, which will in turn cause an increase in the number of fast-growing tree and plant species 
at the expense of the slow-growing ones, thereby reducing the ability of forests to capture carbon and exasperating the effects of global warming. The pre-hunting early 19th century forest elephant population in Central African forests was estimated to be about a million, meaning that approximately 10% of these forests would have been disturbed by elephants. However, by the 1980s this figure had dwindled to somewhere between 170,000 and 400,000 individuals, sinking further to an estimated 100,000 elephants in 2011. The living biomass is located above the ground and is generally defined as including the stem, stump, branches, bark, seeds and foliage. And the nearly complete extermination of elephants is estimated to have caused a reduction in this above ground biomass across Central African forests by approximately 7%. Given this huge impact on the forest environment, researchers therefore argue that elephants need to be considered when modelling climate carbon nutrient interactions using earth system models. This study also provides evidence for the wide-reaching impacts of forest elephants on rainforest ecosystems, demonstrating how the forest elephant and other mega-herbivores should be carefully considered in relation to carbon storage policy, forage management, and conservation efforts. Now that you've heard the science, let me read the poem to you again. Browsing through the foliage, you selectively suppress the spindly growths of youth, maintaining gaps of light through frequent visitations to clumsily prune each trunkful of frail and wasteful biomass. Ungainly gardeners of this fragile, jaded home, your disturbances reshape wooded structures and buried thickets, shearing lively brushes as you cultivate thicker trunks that lap greedily at our dirty, cast-off air. Pausing for breath, you perch motionless, each trembling lungful a rhythmic shadow to the silent inhalations of your custodial canopy. Stewards of our Eden, we reward these gifts by weeding your garden, the rapidly rising shoots burying your footsteps as the forest's exhalations become a ragged wheeze. section of the podcast I like to share a poem written by another poet on a topic related to the science that has been discussed so far. In this episode I'll be reading The Elephant Graveyard by Roy Mars. Roy Mars was an American poet who was born in Kentucky in 1911 and died in 1976. After receiving his doctorate from the University of Cincinnati in 1937 he served in Italy as part of the United States' counterintelligence operations in World War II. As a poet, teacher and scholar, Mars was published widely in journals such as Poetry Magazine and the Quarterly Review and won several prizes for his sensitive, thoughtful poetry. In this poem, Mars asks us to consider the journeys that these magnificent creatures embark on in life, taking us to a mythical place where, according to legend, older elephants direct themselves to die when they reach a certain age. The Elephant Graveyard by Roy Mars from their several hills, the sick bulls came to the graveyard. Hunter at dream, it is nearer than any dream. They came with the great ears spread 
and each endeavoured a sick majesty worthy his station at home. They lumbered the easy grassland, and told how the trunks, never to spiral again, hurled tigers aside. At drows in the shallow river they mumbled of links, outlasting moons, and the marvelling of the herd, or stunned in a ponderous circle to be august, wise beyond thought, bull sufficient as bull. And when they buckled gargantuan rumps to rest, they did not feel the tilt of the earth at all, nor notice if there were stars. They told the season by those who tottered, they lurched and were unafraid. They balanced the morning unable against the risen, and when it was time to die, they openly died. It is only the dream of the hunter, long corrected, that one awakened to say he decided to live, or that the remnant bulls in council enacted, they had not heard him speak, nor seen him leave. Thank you for listening to the Poetry of Science. If you want to find out more about the scientific study featured in this episode, or read any of the poems in full, then please visit the show notes at scipoetry.podbean.com. That's scipoetry.podbean.com, where you can also find out how to get in touch with any questions or comments you might have. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.